Welcome to Netfront Presence. I'm Jeff Gordon of the Post-Dispatch, joined by Tom Timmerman in studio and fellow blues beat reporter Jim Thomas in Las Vegas. Well, well, JT, just uh, we'll get right to the scene. A very uh, scary moment, a very scary situation for the blues last night with Jay Bowmeister and and just kind of describe how this all played out uh, against the uh, the Mighty Ducks or not so Mighty Ducks, and uh, and where things stand um, as of this morning as we record the podcast. Well, uh, uh, TV break. All of the riders in the press box were taken down. We're writing notes. Then we look over there and we, we see all this commotion over by the Blues bench and gradually. Uh, figure out that it's a uh, Bowmeister. I waited in the press box, oh, maybe 10 minutes, trying, maybe 15 minutes trying to get some information. And it, it could, the teams, you know, left the ice pretty quickly. And uh, as soon as I learned uh, uh, that it was, uh, uh, that it was uh, going to be, the game was going to be postponed, I went right down to the locker room. And I, I, I described uh, kind of the scene uh, today online, just, uh, you know, they had that uh, normally, you know, the hallways, the locker room areas, reporters are free to roam around there. Uh, and uh, But they had it all cordoned off with uh, with curtains, oh, at least a half a dozen security people. And, you know, we could see, you know, everyone swallowed a peek uh, uh, through the curtains. And, and uh, all the dads were just out there in the hallway outside the locker room. So there's 21 of these dads, a couple friends, like uh, Zach Sanford's dad obviously passed away last year. So he, he had a friend from uh new hampshire that that he knew but they're all decked out in their uh their little dad's blues jerseys with their son's name on it and you could see players milling about uh uh you know with their uniforms off just walking around in uh flip-flops and shorts and and, and t-shirts and it was just it was just eerie it was so quiet every once in a while you'd hear somebody whisper and they're all just waiting and waiting for to to, to get some news on uh, on bowmeister and then you know, finally, what was it, an hour and a half afterwards, uh, learned that he was going to be okay, and then about a half hour after that, the, the Blues made the release of the uh, update. But uh, just an unreal scene there, and uh, something you, you certainly, it's the last thing you expect when you, uh, uh, you know, walk into arena to, to, to cover a, a sporting event. Well, Tom, Jay Bowmeister, we can talk about uh, what an unusual guy he is. Uh, you know, obviously a great part of this team. 36-year-old uh, fitness fanatic, uh, really a freak of nature, all the games he's played in the NHL. And you don't expect any athlete to have this sort of a situation come up in game. But but especially uh, J-Bo being uh, the Iron Man and the fitness guy and, and again, just maybe the, the, the top fitness guy in the entire team, uh, just kind of surreal that it was him that, that had this issue. Yeah, I mean, we've all seen guys over the years who have not been in shape, and and, and yeah. you you know, but yeah, for someone like Jay, who's you know an, an avid cyclist through the Canadian Rockies in the in the off season, um, yeah, just you know is is big on working out, staying healthy, is in great shape. He, he told me last week, you know, he's feeling great. He wants to play another season. You know, you know, it's, he realizes it's up to the Blues if they want him back. But he's he was prepared. He felt so good that he could play another year. And if you look at him on the ice, he was playing, you know, no reason to think he couldn't play another year the way he was uh, playing out there. Certainly there was no, you know, 36-year-old drop-off to his game this season. Now, JT, the any player goes down, it's going to be uh, heart-wrenching and concerning for, for everybody involved, uh, both teams. But 
a guy like Jaybo, he's played for so long. He's got such a standing in the game and the respect on from his teammates and also the other team, the rest of the league. Uh, this one hit home especially hard. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I think we all have a sense of how uh, highly respected Bo Meester is throughout the league. Obviously, he's played for a couple other teams, but uh, just he's been around so so uh, so long. He's, he's played uh, for Team Canada just about every level you can imagine in international play: the Olympics, the World Cup, the World Championships, the Junior Worlds, and and uh, uh, you know you you can't get a person in in the league, certainly not in the in the uh, on the Blues to say a. Uh, you know, a bad word about the, uh, about the guy. So yeah, if it was anybody, it would be, you know, obviously, uh, uh, shocking and, and sobering, but for it to be Bowmeister and as uh, Tom mentioned, just, uh, you know, uh, uh, a guy, uh, I, I remember, and I don't even remember how it came up. Uh, some of the blues were saying, uh, if they were stranded on a desert Island, the blue they would want is Bowmeister because he's such a fitness freak. He's a survival guy. He's an outdoor guy. He camps, he hikes in the mountains, uh, uh, he lives outside of uh, uh, Calgary, uh, uh, goes mountain biking and, and, and all that. So Jay was the guy. So he, he'd be the last guy in the room you, you, you would pick. But again, just such a, such a respected player, uh, guy, you know, he's not a cheap shot artist, anything like that, just a good, hard-nosed player and, and uh, uh, a, a guy that's, you know, when you, when you have that many miles on you, that, 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 that long of a career uh, – uh, you, you garner a lot of respect around the league, and we've always everyone always knows this about Jay. That he's a quiet guy. He is, and when, even when he's he's literally a quiet guy when he speaks, which isn't often. You know, you you have to be very close. You, he's he's not a guy that <laughs> is a he's, he's, his voice does not make him a commanding presence. But his experience and his wisdom, you know, the amassed knowledge and just where his standing that he has, you know, with when he says something in that room, it it is heard more so than many other guys because what he says matters and because he has this accumulated wisdom and insight. And I know I go up to him in the room all the time and say, you know, when things aren't going well with the team to say, you know, Jay, what's the, what, give me the perspective because I know that what Jay Bomeister sees is going to be a pretty accurate and frank, uh, you know, description of what's going on when things aren't going well, uh, because he has seen it all. But he's, he's very quiet, very soft-spoken, but, um, you know, he's, he's very forceful, and when he has to say something, uh, it matters. Yeah, JT, uh, it was, uh, I guess it's appropriate when you see the, the guys who were there waving for help right away. Uh, Alex Petrangelo is a captain who uh, has no doubt benefited from Jay's uh, I wouldn't say so much mentorship, but uh, the, the example that he sets as a, as a somewhat older player, a veteran player who's been through everything, and then a young guy like Vince Dunn who had a lot to learn about uh, the NHL and playing and, and maximizing his, your ability. These are guys who are seeing Jay down there, and they're the ones waving. I, I, it's uh, The influence that he's had on, on those two guys in particular kind of struck me. Yeah, and just, uh, you know, as I, th- I think back on last night, and I think as the weeks and, and months pass, and, and I think about, uh, uh, about the, uh, the game in Anaheim, uh, that picture of those two guys, just the frantic uh, looks uh, on their face, as they're, they're, they're just, uh, you know, a, a portrait of, uh, of concern and, 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 and worry as they're, they're trying to get the paramedics and the, the medical officials over there. That's, that, that's like singed in my head. I can't get it, uh, can't get it out of my head and 
yeah, you have the captain and and and, and you have the young guy on that 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 just happened to 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 be there right near the end of the bench by the uh, by the tunnel. And uh, my gosh, I, I I don't even want to think about what might have happened. You know, had the paramedics and the doctors they they got there in a in a flash, and and uh, you know may, may have saved his life. You know, when I when I did a story earlier this year on on the ice uh, at Enterprise Center, I stood in the tunnel where the Zamboni comes out or the Olympia comes out, and that's where the paramedics are at uh, at Enterprise Center. So they're standing there in the tunnel, uh, right there at the edge of the ice, watching the game. And then the Blues medical staff at Enterprise is uh, seated a few rows behind the Blues bench, uh, so that they can immediately get from the stands into the ice. So in that case, yeah, you have paramedics who just have to who are practically on the ice uh, for just such an occasion. And they have to have the equipment, uh, JT, and, and that's that's gone down multiple levels in sports, more sports levels, getting the equipment, uh, having it, the ability uh, to uh, to jumpstart a player if, if needed to be an athlete. Uh, you need to have that equipment. The other thing is, and we've seen this happen before, uh, you can't play a game uh, unless there's an ambulance there ready to go. Uh, mm-hmm. So if somebody gets hurt and that person's taken away, there has to be another ambulance there just in case something else happens. You can't have any delay. Uh, the NHL very well prepared for situations like this. Yeah, as I'm sure all the the major sports are. The uh, uh, you know the 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 Blues doctors may, maybe during the playoffs they're at all the games, but not so during the uh, during the uh, uh, regular season. There's just too many games because the, the team doctors have practices beyond the Blues, but so they mm-hmm. they depend on the. Uh, you know the home team to have have their doctors there. So uh, uh, obviously the, the, the Ray Barilli and, and uh, uh, the, the the Blues athletic trainers. I mean, hats off to them. But also, you know, the the, the Anaheim doctors and the paramedics that were on scene. You know, I've been at lesser uh, sporting events over the years where they just didn't did didn't have that stuff. And it's just a couple uh, kind of last night kind of brought back flashbacks in the maybe the late '80s. I was down at uh, Southeast Missouri, they had a Division II National Track and Field Championship. And I show up there, and I had uh, there was a race going on. I hadn't even set my bag up in the uh, the little uh, press box there. I'm like, oh, I'll lean on the fence and watch the end of this race. And this runner from New York University crosses the finish line, collapses, and dies. And they, they didn't have anybody. Mm. They didn't have anybody there. And uh, uh, a few years before that, I was covering a. Uh, this is like in the mid '80s. I was covering a, a state uh, wrestling championship, the Missouri State Wrestling Championship up, up at what, what was the Hearn Center then, and a uh, uh, wrestler from uh, Maplewood, Aaron Ford, I believe. He's wrestling in the third-place match. It's a real close match, like a three-to-two match. His dad is like 30 feet away watching. His dad got so really excited and just keeled over and died of a heart attack right there. And I all those thoughts go flashing through your mind, and you, you don't want to have to relive that. And luckily, it looks like uh, Jay's going to be, uh, you know, he's he's okay. We're, we're not going to get an update until the the Blues uh, land. I, I just literally just got here in Vegas about a half an hour ago, and they're not leaving Las Vegas for about another hour and a half. And then once they get in, they'll they'll uh, get settled in and, and have uh, – 
have some kind of update. Uh, interestingly, uh, Doug Armstrong was, was not on the trip. I believe he was out scouting, but I think, unless they have him hooked up by phone, I think he's going to be here in person for to, to help provide the update on all this. But they, they don't have an exact date or our time schedule yet. They're, they're just all trying to kind of organize this as you go. This is, this is nothing that's in the uh, PR director's uh, playbook. Yeah, I thought, Tom, it was, uh, it's appropriate. And the, the NHL's done this before. You know, given the scene that Jim described and how traumatic that must have been for certainly the Blues, but, you know, certainly the, the Ducks were right there as well, it would have been hard to play. And mm-hmm. not knowing the outcome, but just the shock of it, it would have been difficult to get those guys to regroup. And I know it's a big hassle to reschedule a game, and uh, they may well have to play the game given the, the playoff race. And that's not easy to get back out to Anaheim. We get that, but... The right thing was done. Yeah, I, th- I think it might have been when Jerry Fisher had his heart attack on the bench in Detroit. That might have been the first time that they, they called a game off in in midst when something like that happened. It's certainly a, a somewhat similar event. And I think the, I don't know if it was the Fisher or the Peaver League case which led to them having defibrillators now mm-hmm. on the bench at all times for just such an occasion. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, I was looking at the Blues and the Ducks schedules. The, the Blues only have a couple times the rest of the way where they have two consecutive off days. So if, you know, to add this game back in, and especially since it's going to require flying out to the West Coast, that's going to be hard. I wouldn't be surprised if they say they'll play it the day after the regular season ends, the Blues finish the season in Colorado, and they could say if it matters if needed, to the yeah. if race, then the Blues will go to Anaheim and play it. And if it doesn't matter, then they'll they'll play an 81-game schedule. Well, I guess we do have to talk about hockey a bit, uh, JT, and this uh, incident comes at a time when the Blues were trying to uh, to regain traction, trying to, uh, to to get a momentum back, and particularly on the road that's been, been difficult. The uh, race tightening up, urgency uh, increasing, the uh, the stretch run here, and all of this is uh, setting the stage for some really big games and against the Golden Knights. And one more example, a team that's also fighting to to get uh, the traction going. Uh, an interesting time of the season, and it'll be interesting to see how the group responds getting past this and trying to get back to hockey. Yeah, I just wonder, even as 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 uh, uh, as quickly as Thursday in in. Uh... Uh, uh, against the Knights, uh, just where their their minds will be at uh, in in that game, and that the last time they were here, which was right after the New Year, that was the the knockdown dragout. The, the the Blues blow a three to nothing lead. They lost five to four in overtime. You have Ryan Reeves scratching, literally scratching uh, uh, Alex Petrangelo uh, around the eyes. I mean, Alex had scratches under both eyes after the. Uh, after the game and Vegas is it a, you know, they're in a huge fight in the uh, Pacific division. So you wonder about that. And also, uh, you know, this is, these dad's trips are usually such happy times. You have all the dads, they're having a, they're having a great time. They had like Tyler Bozak's dad doing uh, interviews, which were hilarious. The blues had that out on their the social media and, uh, you know the what will be the interaction now with the the dads around around the kids? Are they just going to want to hug their sons? Or, yeah. Or, or what? I mean, if you can imagine uh, Jay Bowmeister's father Dan on the trip in the stands and, and seeing that happen, you know. So in the short term, yeah, you you wonder about that. I'm sure eventually they'll they'll, they'll get on the ice and it'll be back to business, especially uh, you know if they hear it's good news and the, and and the early indication is that. Uh, 
that he's fine and 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 he stay he's, he's stable. I'm sure we'll learn learn more this afternoon. But uh, yeah, the rest of the Central, particularly Colorado and Dallas, are they're they're catching up on the uh, uh, they're catching up on the Blues uh, after the morning skate yesterday. That the point uh, driven home by uh, Craig Berube was uh, they needed to go out there and dictate their style of play and dictate it right from the start. You know, getting to their 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 kind of grounded pound style and controlling possession and they really didn't get to that uh before the the Bowmeister incident uh, uh anaheim was carrying the play anaheim had most of the uh zone time and then and then uh Kairou gets a gets a takeaway d- deep in the uh the the duck zone and it leads to that barbershop goal and the the blues uh spirits and, and energy level seem to be lifted there but uh uh, you know, I know Tom just a couple of days ago wrote about kind of the energy level of the team, the lo- the long haul. These these are kind of this is kind of like the August in baseball. This February is kind of like the dog days of uh, of the uh, hockey season. The, the finish line is starting to get close, but you're still a ways away. And uh, you know, this team just just seems to be a little bit off in all these games, just a little bit. Tom, in the near term, in terms of the defensive zone work, uh, you're going to rely on the guys who've been around a while. Uh, Robert Bortuzzo, Carl Gunnarsson, uh, it would seem they're both become more important uh, as as this thing, uh, not knowing all the, until, you know, a bit probably, probably won't know for a while exactly uh, the hockey side of, of the, the Bo Meester piece. But in, in the immediate time, you know, hey, you lean on these guys and you lean on your depth and also you lean on the veterans in the in the room generally speaking to try to try to get the team on on track yeah i mean they'll you know they haven't had to do it much this year but you, you you'll have to see robert portuzo and carl gunnerson in the lineup together um and yeah they're going to have to you know that's that's half of their shutdown pairing uh you know how are they going to handle that um you know on the hockey side there are questions yeah, and you wonder you know how talking about playing games even practicing today is probably going to be hard uh, for these guys to put that uh, past them. So they're going to be thinking about that. So the next few games will be tough. And defensively, you know, you never – and that's the thing. You, ne- you, ne- you never know how people are going to respond. Do they come out and play with a, you know, with a renewed furor? And they, we, we for, in the memory of Jay Bomeister, we're going to go out there and we're going to do this for him? Or or how are they going to handle it? It's uh, Or do they get out there and they're just kind of staring, you know, blankly? It's 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 going to be a tough one. It's going to be a very tough one for them going forward. Well, JT, this group has – this group won a cup and celebrated like like champions, and there's a bond there. Uh, most of the group's still together. So uh, the good news is it's a close-knit group, but also the bad news is it's a close-knit group. When something bad happens to a group that is as connected as this group, it's probably felt even more. I mean, so it's for me, it's hard to guess which way this is going to go emotionally. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I think you're exactly right. And I would, I would guess, uh, uh, you know, they'd call up Mikola uh, 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 immediately to give him an extra body, and he played so well when he was here before. Do they, do they put him in the lineup right away ahead of a Bortuzzo? You would kind of think that. Uh, uh, Baruby would go with the veterans as he usually does, but uh, you, you definitely need another body up here, and he's he's definitely the the uh, uh, top prospect down there in, in terms of the blue liners. I would say Wallman's second, and and I I, I don't think uh, from what I hear, Mitch Rinky has has not had a great season there, and I think he's been passed by those two guys. So uh, I would guess it would be Mikola, and 
uh, again, uh, the team, however they can do it, and and uh, they've just got to just got to block out any any feelings, you know, uh, about the uh, Bowmeister and just just go out and uh, and play their game. I guess if they do get J Bo on a on a conference call or a video, uh, Tom, they're gonna have to turn the volume up. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna want to fire the boys up, but I presumably hopefully he'll be in the mood to do so. Hopefully he's feeling uh, much better today and, and is getting anxious to to think about hockey himself uh, as you know uh, as he ponders what's going on with his body. But um, you know that he the last thing he wants to to be is a is a guy anybody's concerned about because that you know. J Bo just wants to do what J Bo does, go about his business. So it'll be, uh, it'd be. I'm sure they're eager to get him back within the group, one way or the other. Yeah, you're talking about Jay being, you know, not wanting to cause cause trouble. When I was talking to him about the future, and I, I asked him, you know, they've talked contract at all with the Blues for next year, and he said no. He said they they got they've got uh, bigger priorities than than me to worry about. So uh, yeah, so that's it was kind of classic. Uh, uh, Jay Bowmeister, yeah, they got, you know, and I said, but no, Jay, it matters because, you know, you, the size of your contract and there's, if they're trying to save every dollar to be able to pay Petrangelo, if you sign for, you know, three million or rather two million or one million, or if you don't come back and they're playing a minor leaguer, it, the, the dollars matter. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I, I suppose, but you know, <laughs> they, they got other priorities. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, mm-hmm. man. You know, it's, uh, it's just, uh, you could just see, uh, this uh, a guy that just sort of seamlessly fits into the I wouldn't say the background because he's so such a critical part of the fabric but you'd almost don't even know he binds things together but you don't even really notice he's there except he's always on the ice and in tough spots he's never doing anything too flashy uh, it's just going to be weird for the for the group because even you know he, it was weird when he was injured and he, and he couldn't play it just uh, the, the guy is such a constant yeah, yeah, and so much, uh, uh, you know, so much ahead of us in terms of, uh, you know, what the, what the doctors, what all the tests have found, and is there any chance that he can, you know, play again this this season? Uh, uh, is there any kind of procedure needed? I mean, uh, uh, let's not forget Jacob Delarose last March. Now he didn't collapse on the ice, but he had to leave the ice. He had an accelerated heart rate. Uh, for the Red Wings, they're playing the, the Rangers. He stays in the hospital. He ended up having some kind of surgical procedure, and a- after the summer was cleared to play, and he's 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 back in the league, obviously, and now a member of the Blues. But uh, you know, the, obviously, the, stating the obvious here, the, a heart, uh, any kind of heart issue or heart uh, condition is 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 uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, nothing that just uh, to, to 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 blow off, and you, you just wonder. Uh, you know, is, is this it for is this it for Jay Bowmeister? Is does this make him reevaluate his career? He's he's got a uh, a couple of I believe at least a couple of uh, lovely little kids there, and does does he uh, think about maybe spending time with uh, with them? I'm sure uh, uh, these are all things that uh, that he's got to think about now. Well, yeah. Jeff, you were you were there in Detroit when Chris Pronger had his heart issue and and collapsed on the ice, and he he spent a night in the hospital and played four days later. Uh, I mean, yeah. so so that I mean that was the thing where I mean it it, it wasn't a congenital heart issues because he got hit in the chest with a puck but so it was, that was that's always been one of the most amazing things in hockey dumb maybe four days later after collapsing on the ice when his heart stopped beating uh, Chris Pronger was playing games well and I go back to football uh, and I some guys didn't I guess I was didn't have blue font 
in my uh, tip sheet because I made a remark about how t- Teddy Bruschi uh, came back with the uh, the Patriots. And what did he have? A, what did Teddy have? Was it a, a stroke or he had a heart thing? And uh, mm-hmm. and he came right back and played. Um, and I kind of made a remark, like some remark about you know, well he you know about kind of diminishing the injury. Uh, of course, it was a meaning the opposite. Of course, and it was ama- it was amazing that he was able to come back and. And that's what some athletes do. But JT, if you're uh, if you're Jay's wife, you got to be thinking, "Hey, uh, it's been fun, but let's let's take a look at this situation yeah, here." It's definitely a conversation now that you have to have. And again, maybe the family doesn't know all the uh, the ins and outs of what's going on. Maybe they're still doing testing or waiting for test results. And and. Uh, 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 but yeah, you, you, you've got to start thinking about that. You know, Jay, you've played a billion uh, NHL games. You've you've uh, 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 you played in Olympics. You've uh, you've won a Stanley Cup. Uh, do you really need to go out and 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 do this again? So yeah, uh, I'm sure at the moment they're just worried about kind of okay, what are we hearing from the doctors? What's the prognosis? Is he is he okay? As 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 he seems to be from the from the early indications, but. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot to think about if you're the Bowmeister family. Okay, as we wrap up this edition of Netfront Presence, just get a thought from each of you guys on uh, getting back to the state of the team. Uh, we know that Colorado's at home uh, having to, a softer part of the schedule. Colorado's going to bank some wins. Philip Grubauer's hot again. They're, they're healthier than they've been. Uh, Kale McCarr's going crazy. Uh, they're coming. Dallas is uh, responding fairly well to Rick Bonus. Um your thoughts on uh, what we have the next, as far as the hockey side for the next several weeks? Let's start with uh, Tom. Uh, you know, the, the play they've had over the last several games hasn't been all that bad, and it's just been a matter of uh, finishing. I mean, the chances are there, and if they can put them in, all of a sudden they've got you know a couple more goals a game. You know, the this team all year has not generated a lot of chances, but has been very good on finishing the ones that they do create. Uh, they haven't been doing that. Um, you know, so if, if they can start getting a few more of those and then just denying one more goal a game, getting the goaltending or defensive work that makes it instead of three goals, makes it two goals, uh, you know, I, I think they can get back to, to winning. It's, it's a really fine line, and they keep coming down on the wrong side of it. But I think, I think the, the foundation of it is there for getting, over the, getting back to winning. And, you know, having teams – Catch them and drop them into second for a while may, you know, may help things along. JT, well, I, I in 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 house in terms of the Blues, Craig Berube and his coaching staff, the, their main worry, uh, they feel like the the goals will come. Uh, their main worry is the defense and the goaltending. That's been the backbone of this team, not not just this year and last year, but probably you guys know better than I for for much of the last decade, and you know. All, all of a sudden, uh, Jordan Bennington, and this goes back all the way till the end of December when he gave up four goals in, a, in an overtime win in uh, uh, against Winnipeg on uh, the 27th. Uh, he's given all of a sudden he's given up 3.25 goals per game, and uh, uh, part of it has been defensive issues. But uh, a lot of the saves that he made uh, that covered up mistakes, he, he's just not making now. So that's I, I think that's the that's the main issue right now for them to get the defense and the goaltending back. And, uh, uh, you know, 
maybe they need to start thinking about playing Jake Allen a little bit more. But if that doesn't improve, uh, you know, I'm not saying they're not, they're gonna it's gonna be a total collapse. They're not going to make a playoff, but uh, uh, it's going to be a rough go down the stretch unless they they, they tighten the screws there a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, it's Jim Thomas. Uh, we have Tom Timmerman in the studio. I'm Jeff Gordon uh, for junior executive producer Coulter Peterson, uh, uh, the new guy on board. And I uh, want to remind you all that uh, Netfront Presence is available with all of our other podcasts on sdltoday.com slash podcast. We're moving our podcast to a new player. Uh, hopefully, all if you're subscribing, you're still getting the podcast. Uh, but tell your friends and those who, others who enjoy the podcast that if there are any issues finding us that we are always available on the website and you can track us down as well as our other podcasts uh for the gang here and and uh, with our thoughts uh for for jay bowmeister and his family uh until next time this has been net front presence see ya